Dice Paper Roll is recorded on the traditional lands of the Yagara people and the Wurundjeri people. We pay respect to their elders, past, present, and emerging. Always was, always will be Aboriginal land. You were warned, and now you cannot turn back. In this realm, your paths are limited. Your choices here make waves, and those waves crash and grow and reflect growing more powerful with every pass. There is only one way to escape. You must defeat him. But he is already hunting you. He knows you. He can already taste your soul. The clouds that darken the day lay thicker than normal over Barovia. Deep into the valley, past the grim gothic spires of Castle Ravenloft and the pitiful walled town of Valakai, lays the Wizard of the Wines vineyard. Draped in mist and encircled by tangled woodlands, this vineyard stands as a once bright beacon among the gloomy figures of this tortured land. But that beacon has faded, its light diminished by the ravages of a mysterious attacker. Waves of twig blights, their thorny forms surging over each other, crash against the outside of the stone building. Leaves, thorns and twigs break and splinter against the ancient doors seeking a way in. It is only a matter of time. As the mass surges and crashes, surges and crashes, the bodies of blights destroyed in the effort wash to the top. Their splintered bodies forming patterns on the mindless horde. Patterns that spell DPR, Curse of Strahd. Let's go. It's DPR Curse of Strahd, episode 24. Episode 24. My name is Emil Freund, last name this time for some reason. And I'm playing <laughs> Sonny Bono, the sword with a heart. Not a real heart, obviously. It's a meta- metaphysical kind of heart. It doesn't exist in space. It's, it's more of a... I mean, if, if Strahd can taste your soul, he would be able to taste my soul. It'll just taste a lot like cold steel, which I'm hoping he'll get to taste at some point. Although it's an energy sword. Okay, well, that's time for Jack's introduction. I think, Jack, you take it from here. Uh, I'll give you a nice little hand pass. Thanks, Emil. Uh, I am Jack Crosby, and I'm playing Louise, the paladin uh, fish woman. Uh, uh, fuck. Um, yeah, that's me. Um, who are you playing, Ben? I play Ragyog, the goblin cleric of Lathander. Uh, my last name's Clements for everyone who's obviously disappointed I didn't say it just then. Ragyog uh, Clements. <laughs> Ragyog Clements. <laughs> hey, it's the same name as me. That's <laughs> canon now. Canon. Canon. Ragyog Clements is currently quivering with the joy of having had the power of Lathander enable him to cast a fireball at all those four hit point twig blights in the end of the last game. But 
fucking yeah. so cool. Mm. Um, uh, hey, I, Brew. Hey, I've got a letter for a Benyog Clements here. Anybody by that name? Yep, that's me. I've you can go away. You, you get introduced last, Dungeon Master. Oh, I'll, I'll open sorry. it. Should I open it now? No, yeah, go right. ahead. Read it, read it out loud for me. Tell me exactly what it says in there. Wow, that's <laughs> a big letter, at least seven pages. Uh, yeah, look, that's um, that's that's for another time, everybody. I'm going to tactfully <laughs> pass over to Lauren Bock. Hello, my name's Lauren Bock. I'm playing uh, a premier phosphine, or you can call her Mo. She's having a wild time um, fighting back all these twiggy dickheads. I'm also playing Irina Ivanovich, the daughter of the Burgermeister, uh, who's using all the firepower that she has gained mysteriously somehow. I uh, don't quite know where that power came from, but it's coming in very handy. Uh, and those are both the people I am playing. I think Dan is next. I sure am, Lauren. I'm Dan Last. I play <laughs> Hans von Suchensuch. Um, He is the half-orc blood hunter under the spell of Strahd, uh, that devilishly good-looking vampire Man, oh. um, but uh, at the moment, uh, just having a good time kicking ass with his crossbow and sword. And what about uh, you, Mr. Dungeon Master? Hello, my name is Greg Pickering. I am the Dungeon Master for DPR Does Curse of Strahd. Today, I'm playing a few filthy fellows and some thorny little boys. <laughs> Hang on. Yeah. Whoa, 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 let me wind that one back down. Uh, just some thorny boys. Yep, Ew. little thorny twig men um, and, uh, and some filthy druids. So looking forward to dying en masse. Is he foreshadowing? I think he's foreshadowing. I think he's foreshadowing, though. Lulling us into a false sense of security, more like. Yeah. Well, I know, yeah. Greg. If we don't get to some dirty druids, I'm going to blame us for that, though. What do all the sticks women do, though? ourselves for half an hour. <laughs> <laughs> the stick women. Yeah, what do they do? Where, where are they? Well, they're the brains of the operation, yeah. clearly. They're yeah. at work they send out while everyone the, else the... just goes out and has fun with them. Yeah. They're keeping the they're keeping the economy afloat. Yeah. yeah. While all the twig boys go out to stabby stab uh, <laughs> yeah. and raid the winery. Now this yeah. this letter um is from some of our fans and um they're still a bit unclear as to whether the inside of the Wizard of the Wines is a mezzanine or a gantry. And they would like further <laughs> clarification, please, Greg, before we start well, the game. No, this is this is fair. Um as I said, that's just it one is of both. Parts. It has both. It has both. So mm. You have entered the Wizard of the Wines, uh, barred the door behind it. you. Uh-huh. Mm. Yeah. Uh-huh. I'm here. I'm here. I'm mm. with you. Yeah. Go on. You're, you are inside the grand Is this like a guided meditation? Of the Wizard of the Wines. <laughs> yes. Please, everyone, close your eyes. Take a deep breath. Great. Out through the mouth. Okay. Feel, feel your body relaxing. Relax those shoulders down. Oh, my gosh. Mm. Oh, I can't mm. believe how tense it gets. It's so funny when mm. you just, all you have to do is say mm. it, and then you're like, oh, that's right. Hmm. Oh. Now, in front of you, you can see the grand hall of the Wizard of the Wines winery. I hope it's this goes a, for at a, least half an hour. Continue. It's a three-story space. It's very high, exposed beam rafters up above, mm. very tasteful. Oh, it, nice. runs, it runs back a good hundred feet. And in the centre, there are a series of, um, of, of large vats of fermenting wine. Oh. It's, uh, it's very stylish. Usually in front, there'd be... Uh, tables and chairs set up for for dining, for mm-hmm. tasting, for cheese platters. Mm-hmm. Um, but now there's just splintered masses of of wood um, scattered across the floor. Oh, These, it's very unfortunate. This is, the place has been definitely very much vandalized um, mm-hmm. by some filthy filthy fellows. So you can see the three fermentation vats, and around each of those is a mezzanine. Mm. With a hole in the center, mm. so there's a there's a suspended mezzanine. Donut mezzanines. Each, yes, donut mezzanines mm-hmm. above each of the fermentation vats. Oh. The donut mezzanine sits at about about one and a half stories. What is it? Fifteen feet high, about that. Yeah, in, in the, just floating in the middle. Then connecting those, mm-hmm. a gantry. 
Oh, yeah. Mm. Very fine gantry oh. runs between. Is it suspended yep. or is it? It uh, is. It's, it's a suspended gantry. It's suspended from the roof. Mm. The mezzanine and gantry is suspended from the roof, and oh. then the the uh, the gantries run off to the sides on the uh-huh. left and right, okay. and then down towards you, and then down a set of metal stairs oh. that come down to the to the Fancy. polished concrete floor that you're standing on. You're awed by this beautiful uh, winery. Um, picturesque visage in front of you uh, and it takes you away for just a moment from the ravenous hordes assaulting the wall behind you so the wall is has got a bit of a shake on the the doors are, are shuddering under the pressure of this uh these waves of twig blights that are that are slamming against the building um and also at, at uh, as I said at the end of the last episode, when you turned around, a number of uh, large thorns thudded into the door next to you, uh, and they were thrown by some th- uh, some thorn thorny lads uh, who are up uh, needle blights who are up on the uh, on the gantry. Uh, there are there are two druids up on the gantry as well, and two druids emerge from between the vats in front of you. So everyone Down give low. me. I yeah, like that down the, low the on the ground. The most holy description of a of a building was actually inside of a winery. For, yeah, for us. Well, it. I mean, if the shoe fits, one. Yeah. One must drink out of it. So there's, um, there's no so, no enemies on the actual donut mezzanines. They're just on yes. the pantries. Yeah. No. So. Oh no. My apologies. That's. that's I've a, rendered a, a very excellent drawing that everybody can see. Oh my god. That's that is Jack incredibly fired. accurate. Thank yeah, you so Jack, much. You're Jack you're fired. Yeah. Once again. Get out. <laughs> now. Once Look, to, again. Be, to be fair, I haven't really been pulling my weight for a long time. So it's it's about time. I mean, I'll see you guys later. Can we if they're on the if there are on the donut mezzanines, can we actually see them? Because that's above us, right? Like we could see through the gantry because I'm imagining some, you know, I don't know. I'm just wondering eye line. No, no, that's that's an excellent question, Emil. The the gantry and the mezzanines are set back from you. So they're a right. good they're a good 40 maybe 50 feet back mm. from where you are um, on these raised platforms. Um, the filthy druids are standing on the left and the right mezzanine, uh, and then the needle boys are in the middle. So there's, uh, there's six needle boys in the middle mezzanine. Six. A druid, six. A druid on the left mezzanine, a druid on the right mezzanine. There are two druids, one each, one each. Two druids have come from between the gaps between the fermentation vats, mm. and then six more needle boys, three in escort of each druid, have come from around the sides of the vat. Oh shit! Now you say they're filthy yes. druids. Are they like uh, dirty and gross, or are they just like sexually really engaged in like throwing both. out unwanted advances? It's definitely both. Is yeah, okay. both. Hans definitely kind both. of horny. Yeah. Are, are yeah. you guys here for a bucks party, or what the fuck's yeah. going on? <laughs> So these ones have some like uh, have a few more discernible features. These filthy boys, they've uh, they've got the matted hair. They're covered mm-hmm. in filth, and their clothes are covered in filth. But their faces are sort of starting to to peek through, and you can see rotten teeth in their in their uh, mouths. Oh, and, of course, they um, don't brush. Yeah, no, uh, filthy. ironic. Absolutely filthy. Mm. Why is that? Um, <laughs> Brush, as in like brushes. No, sorry. Oh. As in twigs. Uh, brush. Yeah. Ah, yeah, that's pretty good. Um, uh, it yeah, wasn't so, good because uh, no one got it. Continue. <laughs> I got yeah, it. I was like, it was a bit of a It wasn't good here. enough to get in the first place. <laughs> if I have to meet you halfway, like, really? <laughs> All right. Okay, everyone give me a perception check and everyone roll initiative as well. Okay. Perception is. Oh, 18 on the die. Damn. Uh, 18 for Hans. Ooh. And a 22 for initiative. Oh. I'm going to keep on rolling with that die at the moment. Okay. 21 for perception. And let's see what initiative has for me. Huh. My, um, my initiative roll was the same physical and digital. Um. I wish well, I'd gone with my... Why, why are you rolling both? Yeah, I just anyway. wanted to see. <laughs> <laughs> doesn't, that mean you, doesn't that mean you split the space-time continuum as well, soon as yeah. they deviate? Yeah. Well, um, apparently... It's like that episode of Rick and Morty. I'm going with the digital because they came first. 
that's that's a four for perception and six for initiative. Did you hear that, Wizards? We're going with you. Uh, sponsor just, us. Please sponsor us. <laughs> please sponsor us. I just missed uh, Rag Yorg's initiative. Uh, that's because I didn't give it to you. I rolled a seven for initiative and a 22 for my perception. Okay. And Irina's initiative. Um, 18 for oh, initiative, 19. 19. Louise is just uh, like. Mo's also awe. got 19. Not suspicious. Nothing sus. Nothing <laughs> sus here. Sonny's initiative was 17, by the way. I didn't get rid of that. Okay, everybody over 15 for the perception. Um, you can see that the uh, the wizard on the right mezzanine, that, sorry, the druid on the right mezzanine is clutching a, a, a much larger staff uh, than the others. And this one just has this... This menacing, dark, necrotic aura around it. You can see little motes of black um, sort of rot just flaking off it constantly. It's just raining like this dark dandruff down onto the mezzanine below. Um, and it seems to absorb the light, absorb and bend the light around it. And and um, for those of you who do spot it, as soon as you look directly at it, you can feel, you feel a real, um, a real sense of foreboding and uh just sickness just just like real rot in your guts um anyone who got a 10 or above notices that there are a number of crows up in the rafters um including uh oh, the friendly are. the friendly neighborhood raven um steve the pigeon nowhere to be seen so um you can see the crows uh perched above the uh the druid with the the staff um and they flap their wings to try to get your attention and bob their heads down towards him all righty any questions before we start um so what, only, you, what do say, i see oh sorry. sorry what do i see if i uh if i got a perception of four you can't see your own see face the, <laughs> you are trying to see your your own reflection in the polished concrete uh, oh, yeah. unsuccessfully uh, <laughs> You're, you're trying is... to turn your your head sideways over and over again to see what's happening outside the porthole yeah. in your face. Yeah. One of the downfalls of having eyes on the side of your head, Louise. Look up. <laughs> Did you say, sorry, Greg, there was one of the druids that had all the black tendrils? Or yes, was... yeah, he's okay. he's holding a, a staff, a large staff, which is, is emanating that, that dark energy, the necrotic oh. energy. Oh, man, I'm getting some bad vibes from that guy. He's tweaking his nipples, plus all that weird tendrils. Yeah, mm. I mean, I've been, I've been, I've seen some weird shit. I've been to orgies at Betty White's house, and even that, even that, <laughs> is not as freaky as this. No, <laughs> it would be head and shoulders above that guy. Who oh, is Betty nice. White? <laughs> uh, I'll tell you another time. It's probably not the most pressing. Yeah, no, she was Betty the Grey. <laughs> and she died. She came back yeah. after Golden Girls finale, and I don't know why my voice is like. What's the, the Betty the girl? Sorry, it's Hans. Um, as the the druids emerge, the ones on the ground as they emerge, they strike their staves into the ground, and they um, the vi like vines erupt from the bottom and grow around their quarter staves, making them large, two-handed, uh, spiky clubs. And the two druids that are standing on the mezzanines uh, are there. The mud that encases them hardens to a stone-like texture. Um, the needle blights uh, throw needles at all of you. Um, like pine needles or needle needles? Uh, so <laughs> Knitting needles. Needle, uh, <laughs> Yep, it's uh, hypodermic needles. Oh. <laughs> I was not expecting them to be junkies. <laughs> yeah, use they are hypodermic things. needles. So. Oh, no. uh, oh, gross. Too far? <laughs> too far. <laughs> too, too much. Okay, really. This is not for that real. one. Why is Louise is rubbing off on us? Because we've got funny about class all of a sudden. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it is working. Uh, uh, Hans, what's your armor <laughs> class? Um, Hans's armor class is uh, 15. 
Okay, so uh, a, a storm of needles rains around you as the six on the mezzanine uh, fire out at you, um, standing at the front. Uh, and two of the needles um, strike in, one into your uh, left arm, oh. knocking your hand off the uh, the crossbow, and then one into your right foot, uh, almost ah. pinning it to the <laughs> to the ground. Uh, pinning it to the ground? Almost. Uh. You take 16 points oh. of needle damage. Ah! Ah! He's just going needle back and damage. forth doing like the Ace, Ace Ventura. Um, just swapping between his his hand and his foot, just going, <laughs> ah! Oh, that really hurts. Oh. That's, uh, <laughs> that's the sound <laughs> of the needle hitting her. Oh, my foot! Ah. <laughs> I mean, Hans, it sounds like you're overreacting compared to that sound effect, to be honest. <laughs> well, you um, should feel it. It's definitely not an overreaction. It really hurts. Maybe I'll heal it. Um, so these needle blights are, um, they're taller than the twig blights uh, that, that you were fighting outside and they're, they're much, uh, they're, they're of a much sturdier build and they're covered in thorny protrusions, um, which they rip off and throw down uh, towards you. Uh, and the storm of, of needles strikes into you, Hans. Okay, Hans, it is your go. Hans, uh, reeling in pain, um, has a quick look at uh, Ragyog after his comment about like it doesn't hurt that much and being like fuck you, and then um, looks up at uh, the uh, the druid with the dark dandruff um, and goes, "I'm coming for you," and uh, casts with a bonus action spell casts hex, which will allow me an extra one d six. Uh, damage on top of any damage I deal to him. Um, there's no save, it's just an, an automatic thing. Uh, and then, uh, with his actual action, uh, he's going to look up into the rafters past the crows, uh, and there should be, assuming that this uh, mezzanine is suspended from the ceiling, some wires and some kind of hooks and wants mm. to to blast out from the the ceiling end using uh, Eldritch Blast, and he's got yeah, two beams. Awesome. Very cool. Go fire, 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 fire. Yeah, you can see uh, steel um, steel ropes uh, that are are bound to the the rafters above. Uh, spells. Uh, so it is a. Uh, a 19 and a 13 to hit. Yeah, they, they um, strike into the roof beam uh, that, is, that is holding the mezzanine. I'm, I'm assuming you're striking at the beam above the druid with the staff. Yeah, so you said that he was on the right-hand mezzanine, so I'm trying to yep. like basically try and take out whatever would be the furthest um, metal wire that's helping to suspend this um platform so that it yep. breaks and then it kind of you know he topples over on that side so in yeah, total yeah. it was only uh seven points of eldritch damage into okay the, the yeah cable yeah the bolts uh arc up and they strike true into the beam but it's an old like it's a very old uh beam of wood that's been there for hundreds and hundreds of years and it's it's over time, that hardwood, that varnished hardwood is, has just become incredibly strong. So the you, you do damage to it, you scorch it, um, mm. the outside of the beam, but you don't do any discernible damage. It certainly doesn't right. um, rock the mezzanine or anything. Okay, maybe something different then. Um, what color are your Eldritch Blasts? What do they look like? Uh, so it's like a purplish uh, energy that like starts at course, it like flashes in his eyes at first as he summons the uh, the power of the great old one. And then it like kind of electricity kind of courses out his eyes and then down his arms and then... Sick. Did you say yeah. the great Sick. old one? <laughs> Yeah. Yeah, the Patreon. great old one. It's like a Cthulhu type uh Patreon. Uh, many headed god. <laughs> um how many hit points are you on her hands? Uh thirty-nine. I feel great. Mo. 
the ones, the twig, uh, the needle blights on the ground and the druids on the ground are 40 feet away from you. Uh, and the stairways on the left and right are 20 feet away. Um, excellent. Have they haven't seen me? Oh, they've seen you. Oh, no, they know. <laughs> oh, they know that. Ah, uh, fantastic. Yeah. They've also all acted. Yeah. Oh. Right. Yeah, because I started throwing all of those the big things into the door. Mm. Performance. Um, great. Okay. Uh, Mo, you can't do much from far away, so. Oh, she's gonna head up the stairs and try to go to a, to get up onto the mezzanine. Ooh. Okay, you're going the left or the right stairs? I'm going to go to the left. Excellent. Can you give me an acrobatics check, please? <laughs> 21. What? Okay, amazing. Ooh, so damn. as you uh, run up the left uh, staircase, uh, the treads start to give way beneath your feet, uh, but you're able to nimbly leap forward and grab onto the edge of the platform as it uh, crumbles underneath you. But up, up, there's a large section... There. There's a large section of the steps that's been sabotaged and uh, that's now um, very difficult. To, uh, it's it's climbable, um, but it's no longer walkable for anyone else. Hans is, Hans is looking at that bit that crumbled away like, what the fuck? It's all right. I meant, I meant to get up here and definitely have no way of getting back down. I'll cut you. Is what I meant to do. <laughs> can you give me an athletics check? Uh, just to see if you can pull yourself up onto the remainder of the gantry. And it's falling underneath me. I got a nine on my athletics check. Can I make it? Uh, no, you uh, you almost pull yourself up, but you are still hanging off the edge of the gantry, uh, 15 feet in the air. Oh, Irina. No. <laughs> okay. Uh, Irina just uh, steps forward. Forward, there's a druid on the ground, right? Or they they're all up on the gantry. Well, there's two two down on the ground, two, on the two ground. up on the on the mezzanine. All right, she's gonna take the left. Gonna, I feel like I'm gonna say mezzanine and gantry oh, me a too. lot. Oh, that's this <laughs> Can you say it with an accent? Mezzanine. Can she move forward and also cast a spell, or can she just you have to? Yeah, absolutely. Is? Can she move forward no, she like? Move. Like Mose. you know, uh, exactly, maybe like twenty feet. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so she can get close enough to cast a witch bolt. Um. <laughs> Don't do it, Emil. God damn it! <laughs> <laughs> he went for it. He went for it. <laughs> I have no idea Sorry. what the fuck you're talking about. <laughs> yeah. What? I wasn't what? What? What joke are you guys referring to? I don't understand. Don't fucking. It's uh, never nothing. Mind, Lauren. No, never mind, Lauren. Sorry. It's a witch, witch spell, which anyway. Uh, it's better which if you explain my it. Bolt. <laughs> <laughs> See, there there it is. Uh, yeah, sure. Who are you firing your witch bolt at? At the the left druid. I mean, yep. Um. Yeah, that that arcs out and strikes into that druid. Uh, like the line of electricity linking blue. the two of you. Yeah. Uh, it's a 21 to hit. So she smacks yeah, it, it right it where it hurts. Takes this bolt and stick it where the sun don't shine. Eight damage. Uh, awesome. So the, the electricity racks uh, the body of the druid uh, and uh, sparks run up and down. Let's crack uh, this little nut. Come he's on. racked in pain. All right. That magic missile's done a hell of a spell. Uh, Sun God Millionaire. (laughs) (laughs) Sonny starts to strut. He gets his disco strut on. Kind of his heel toe and kind of his way back forward towards the needle uh, needle bites and and, and the druid on the right-hand side. Um, He Is he close enough to strike out if he moves 30 feet to the needle bolts? Needle uh, the ones on on the ground. Yeah, yeah, sure. Yeah, cool. All right, so he moves that distance and then uh, takes a, an almighty mid dance swing 
at the needle bite. It's like a low spin along the ground. He's sweeping his sword around in a circle. I might have to perform a perform check as well. I don't know if you feel like that's appropriate, but I do. I think absolutely. Okay. <laughs> all right. All right. Um, you know, memento. Let's see. Roll, please. Yes. It is. <laughs> it's, t- it's, a, it's, it's an 11. It's, it's a humble 11. Mm. Yeah, you well, know. Oh, look at you, you go. Know, <laughs> Moe's dangling. He's like, yeah, it's great okay. moves, he's, mate. Great he's old, moves. He's old. He's older than the last time he attempted this move, um, and it's not his body, <laughs> to be fair. So he's uh, he's getting used to the mechanics, and he didn't realise that um, the coach and driver leprosy. had a dicky left knee, um, and it pops as he's swiping <laughs> through. It pops quite loudly, um, and so he yeah, has <laughs> that leprosy. He thrusts a bit awkwardly mid sweep, uh, and he rolled what twenty? Twenty to hit. Twenty to hit. Um, all right, roll that up. So I double the roll to damage, right? Double the damage dice. All right. So that is um, uh, that's 17 for the first roll, and then damn. another 17, 30. Woo! Yeah, 30. Uh, that was the points. needle no, needle blight. Uh, yeah, the needle yeah, needle. Uh, yeah, you you sweep your uh, flaming sword through three of the needle blights that are standing in front of you. While the the pirouette um, and strike is uh, the pirouette is not as um, as classy as you would have liked. Um, the the damage certainly is, cool. uh, and you they they drop in a flaming mass again. The um, the flaming nature of the sword doing extra damage. Right on. Um, I'm going to action surge, oh, and nice. uh, and mm. make make an attack. He's going to he's going to roll a he's going to make him take a disco nap, I think, and cast sleep on the area containing the druid and whomever whatever other blights are around. It's a twenty foot sphere. In case you were okay. wondering, so I got to roll five d eight, and it affects. Hit points to the maximum. I'm sure you know how to do it, Greg. You're an old hat at this by this point. I the the the, you roll your dice, Emil, and then whatever that totals to is the amount of hit points it affects. So if you get say 15, well let's let's go with 32 because that's what I roll. There you go. So if it's got 32, and um, who was that encompassing? Was that the druid? The druid and and any other any other needle blights that are bites that are around bites blights whatever they are. Um, around him. Yeah, blights. Twenty feet. Uh, uh, excellent. 20 feet so you sweep and um, and burn burn the hearts out of the three in front of you, and then finish with a flourish, um, which puts the the remaining three needle blights uh, standing to your left asleep. Um, mm. So they they all just sort of stand motionless, and as they sort of they they fall asleep, they sort of tip forward and. They, they unfurl a bit so that they just look like bushes, just just thorny bushes um, standing there swaying slightly in a non-existent breeze, but the um, the druid remains unaffected. Very nice. Ragyog. Uh, Ragyog takes a step forward from the door, having made sure it's closed behind him, and says, this is the worst fucking customer service I've ever had. <laughs> and still feeling the power of Lathander and the fireball roiling within him, he casts another fireball, hurling it towards the foes in front. Now, it's 150-foot range, <laughs> so I can definitely reach, and it's a 20-foot radius sphere. So I'm thinking I would like to hurl it just at the kind of at the edge of the mezzanine so that it unfurls over the enemies at the top and and Mm. tries to get the dandruffy druid and hopefully any enemies that are standing underneath that might be within range as well but i certainly want to make sure that i do not hit any allies yeah yeah i think um the size of it you it's it's a pretty precise maneuver to be able to hit the ones on the sure. ground as well. Okay. I think you could probably encompass the the top. Then I'll just mezzanines. go for the top. That's just me metagaming going. How can 
Mm, how can I get everybody? <laughs> yes, get everyone. Out of curiosity, is, is wine fermenting like combustible? Not the wine itself, but the vapor that comes off it would be. Shh, 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 shh. <laughs> We're gonna get everybody. <laughs> My fucking sommelier. I, I don't know. It'd be a release valve of some sort. Um, I hurl it forwards, Greg, towards all those fuckheads at the top, and it is for you a Dex fifteen. Um, otherwise, it's an eight d six full damage. Okay. Oh, amazing. All right. Oh, no. Uh, I failed. Uh, all the needle blights failed. Uh, oh, God. Okay. 20, 25, and... Oh, damn. 28 hit points. Uh, sorry, 33 hit points of damage. <laughs> 33 hit points of damage. Uh, fantastic. Now somebody bring me a fucking Shiraz. It's breakfast, damn it. Okay. Can everyone can everyone make a dexterity save for me, please? Oh, okay. oh shit, all of us? Yeah. Me too? <laughs> yes. Can I, do, can I do that at a disadvantage because of my dicky knee? Oh, no. Absolutely, yes. Please do. And also your proximity. Sure. I got five. Can 14. I, can I mean to say something, which is that... Yes. Uh, <laughs> what's... Uh, uh, sorry, Irina has a little thing that it, that it wards off stuff. Hang on, what is it? A ring of protection? Yeah, that gives her a bonus on her saving throws. Okay, nothing else. Okay, don't worry. Yep, continue. So uh, the dexterity save is DC 12. 12. Even with a Anyone get less than 12? Oh, I yeah. got a 14. I got a Mo got less than 12. Me too. Oh, of course she did. Oh, I, oh, I got a uh, five. I was not expecting this. Um, oh, no. Mo, uh, Mo, because she's, Mo because she's hanging off yeah. uh, she's the She's been hanging the off by her hands, but has, because she can't clap for what everything else has been going on, she's been tapping her heels together, being like, whoa, look at this. This is amazing. My friends are incredible. Woohoo! <laughs> It's hot. Um, so, oh my gosh, it's hot. <laughs> so the the fireball, uh, small pellet of flame arcs from Ragyog's hand over the heads of the the fighting party beneath, and um, just detonates right on the center mezzanine platform and erupts uh, into a twenty foot radius uh, ball of flame, which just absolutely decimates all of the needle blights. Um, and the druids at the top, they are just uh, instantly turned to ash. But it also then ignites the uh, the fermentation fumes of the vats that are bubbling away down below. Um, and the two on the left, the, um, the, pr- the, the pressure wave rolls back towards you. It splits the, um, the vats, the left and the right vat, um, so that wine spills out over the ground. Um, and the pressure wave does... 20 hit points of damage unless oh. you made the save, in which case oh. it does 10. Oh, 10. damn. <laughs> My eyes, the goggles do nothing. <laughs> <laughs> She's talking about the goggles that are on her steampunk hat. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> Amazing. Have you been waiting to drop that this, uh, for the whole I campaign? I so goggles. Look at her. <laughs> Oh, incredible. Uh, okay, so the... Um, can everyone uh, who's standing near the vat of wine... Who is that? That's just Sunny, isn't it? I think Irina's probably pretty close. Oh, Irina's pretty close as well. Yeah, can you give me an athletics check as well? Just to see if you can keep your footing in the rush of wine that... Um, that, that just floods the the floor of the chamber. Can um, can Hans rush up to Irina and assist her and help, like, try and keep her stable? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. Awesome. I got a fifteen. Do I do I need to be stabilized? Uh, no, not at all. Anyway. But Hans still does rush. <laughs> what are you doing? What is this? Ha- Don't worry, my lady. I've got you. Yes, I, I, I can get myself. But crying out loud. Where is this coming from? Uh, 
<laughs> it's okay, don't panic. You're so sticky. <laughs> That's not the wine, it's the sweat, the leather. I know it's not the wine. <laughs> Did you have the bell sound effect, Greg? <laughs> no, unfortunately, uh, no, I've only got the crow. <laughs> the crows are horrified, shake their head in disgust. Surely they're dead. They, they can't believe it. Um, not some damsel in distress. Hans grips um, the uh, ruby that's in his pocket. Is that what you're calling it now? Jesus. <laughs> can Irina sense that? Uh, yeah, you can sense him gripping his rubies in his pocket and uh, <laughs> big ruby fever. <laughs> big ruby fever. Her eyes oh narrow. Oh. Are you sure that you want to be doing that right now, Hans? Oh. The whole battlefield just pauses weirdly. <laughs> I mean, Sonny's still slipping and sliding around a bit, but yeah. Slip, slip, slip and slip. Yes, I think I do. And he tr- attempts to crush the ruby in his pocket while holding onto Irina. Irina's going to um, try and get grab the ruby off him. Okay. No, uh, no, 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 no. Okay. No, no. Oh, no, 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 no. Um, you, no, you attempt no, to crush. No. You attempt to crush the the ruby in your pocket, Hans. Um, and as you do, you just you should it, stop it's, moisturizing. It's, yeah, it's a solid ruby. Um, can you give me a strength check? How was I yeah. supposed to do this? Out. That's not my ruby. Strength check. Strength check. You're weak, Hans. You can't even summon Strahd. He doesn't want anything to do with you anyway. Quiet, you. I gotta find my character sheet. Did she just say summon Strahd? Did she just say summon Strahd? Athletics check? Athletics check, did you say? Uh, uh, Strength. strength. Just a straight Straight strength. Strength, then it is a 13. Um, you try to crush the ruby, but it's a ruby and you can't crush it. Uh, but you, your it? fingers do squeak along it. Um, and as they do, it begins to emit uh, a deep crimson red glow, which, um, which suffuses the front of your pants. <laughs> <laughs> Rudolph the red nose reindeer. <laughs> Um, the the floor is filled with with wine. It, it gushes around you and, and floods. It fills up to to ankle height. This huge vat has just erupted, and um, the wine that runs around you has a, a tainted stink to it. You can oh. you can smell it's, it's been it's been poisoned, tainted. Some someone's rubbed their taint on this wine. <laughs> it, it really. It's really got a oh, Hans. stinky quality. Ooh, those, it really those... hits the back of the throat, doesn't it? <laughs> Ragyog swells it in the glass and goes, mm, it's kind of woolly. <laughs> <laughs> like wet socks. Do we kill but everyone the... before I got to hit, have a go? Yeah. Oh. <laughs> oh. <laughs> the bodies of the druids um, that were down on the ground sort of float towards you and the, the broken needle blights um, that, that remain to wash around your legs. Um, and as they do, the, the black staff floats on top of uh, the wine towards you. And the figures of, or the, the shapes of the crows, or the ravens from the, the roof flap down uh, towards you. Uh, and as they do, uh, they, they alight in front of you and their forms begin to shift and change and they grow into humanoids. So there's, uh, there's a man and two women standing in front of you. The man is uh, an older, very old man. He looks. Uh, he looks in his in his eighties. He's uh, weather worn, uh, but he looks like he's lived a, a life of hard labor. He's hunched over. His hands are all knobbled and gnarled, but he's and covered covered in calluses. Um, and his face is is deeply wrinkled, uh, and he has a, a big hanging gullet. But he's quite uh quite shrunken by age um a, a a short man who hunches over and he wears a long cloak covered in raven feathers because he does <laughs> wow what a way Sick. to break the mold 
um, the two women behind him uh, look very, very much. Uh, you can you can mark the resemblance um, between him uh, and his two daughters uh, that stand before you. Uh, and he he steps forward and he kicks the staff um, across the the uh, wine and it spins towards you. Well, this is what I brought you all this way for. Are you going to break it before they break the doors down? Uh, you brought us here. When? Uh, we, we, we came in a cart, were you not? Are you taking? Are you saying you did all this labor? We did all this ourselves. What? Do you... No, I mean obviously you've 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 killed all these druids. I mean I didn't do. I was a raven. I, uh, I just to be fair, I right did very little. With all my friends here, but, uh... I, I saw you looking at the polished concrete. Thank you for jumping in and helping. Um, but there, also, there are like a, it. Can you hear that the sound of all of those damn? Twig blights outside. You need to break the staff. Okay. Well, we will chat about this later. And uh, Louise comes over with her. Finally, the thing that she's been hoping to do this whole time launches her her uh, hammer in into the air and runs and charges and ah and slams it down with a divine uh, spite smite divine. What is it? Beautiful. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, Smite. Do I need, yes. I'll do it. A... Smite that staff. It was a very phallic object anyway. Oh, that's yes, a 13. Smite it. 13 to hit the staff on the ground. Is that? Yes, that the hits? inanimate object on the ground. Yeah, that's Yes. Yeah. Um, and then I am going to do it at a second level spell. So. Oh, God damn. Great. <laughs> that's awesome. <laughs> I really want to break something. Um, Penny in for a pound. Pent up all that aggression from watching the fight unfurl. Not not get to do anything. That's a a one plus a D8. Two D8. Uh, That's, that's, that's a... That's not great. It's it's so you it's it's enough. You run forwards um, through the the wine that sloshing. covers the ground, sloshing, yes, yeah, splashing wine, and there's, then there's adrenaline like almost visibly coming off of of Louise as as she's running. And is the, that a Triton thing? Yeah, just like you actually leak adrenaline. Yeah, as yeah. You, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Whoa, I have never seen a jacked fish. Yeah. <laughs> I've eaten sushi at Stevie Wonder's place, and I have never seen a jacked fish. <laughs> and as she's running, need to see wine splashes up all around her, and it's like a whirlwind of wine behind her. And the hammer comes down, and does it does it break it, Greg? Yeah, it breaks it. And breaks it. And it breaks <laughs> it. it. Breaks it. Breaks it. Breaks Fucking staff. Staff. Okay. Staff. And the hammer comes down on the on the on the staff, and 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 just it's a it's a mist of wine and splintered uh, uh, staff everywhere. Um, and then I don't know what happens next because I'm not the DM. Yeah, you do like a full superhero yeah. leap too, and yeah. then smash that hammer down um, in a um, and. When you smash down into the wine as well, because you're doing a superhero landing, yeah. the, the hammer blow, there's like a blast radius of wine mm, that yes. just sort of, mm. it just clears the ground around you. And there's a flash of, of I'm assuming, red light oh, yes. from your yes. hammer. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Wait, if, if the camera was to have freeze framed at any point during this, while she was in the air, <laughs> there would have been like a black screen, a, a red screen behind her. And the hammer would have been like directly mm. across the sickle on on her on her shield, and it would have been emblazoned in gold. Mm-hmm. And then it would have it would have it would have paused for like two seconds, and then mm. it would have continued. This is a great Enough description, for Jack. In the but I'm, to cheer. 
Yeah. yeah. I, this is a good description and all, but I'm, I'm really waiting to see Lauren's artwork uh, depicting this yeah. moment. Yeah. <laughs> Can do. No worries. <laughs> That'll be the kicker for me. Yeah, if enough. you yeah. do want to see Lauren's artwork, <laughs> you should sign up at www.patreon.com forward slash dice paper roll uh, to support the podcast where you can get all of the good, good extra content that we make, including a dice section where we break apart every uh, week's game. Uh, you might have heard a couple of those on previous episodes. There's also art from Jack, I guess, but mostly Lauren. Uh, <laughs> it's not going uh, And a well. bunch of other great content and also the warm feeling of knowing that you are supporting uh, Dice Paper Roll. So you you shatter that staff uh, and there's an un like an unearthly shriek rings out through the uh, through the the cavernous chamber and echoes off the walls. And as it does, the sound of the scrabbling uh, twig blights, the waves of twig blights <laughs> um, ceases outside. Uh, and all you can hear is the crackle as they they fall down uh, dead outside. You have successfully you have successfully stopped the the attack and saved me and my family. I my name. I guess you want to know my name. I know. I'm my guessing name. it's Gregory Peck. No, uh, it's Russell Crowe. <laughs> Betty the White. Davian Martikov. Uh, that'd be a bird uh, uh, pun in there. How somewhere. was I supposed to guess that? <laughs> Not Martikov or. Oh, no, pleasure no, to meet your acquaintance, no. Damo. Big D. Mo says from still hanging on to the <laughs> gantry. <laughs> she doesn't want to drop you. Is, I just want to go to her hair wet. like stuck up, like yeah. a like in um Home Alone, like the yeah soot across the face with yeah. the head just like on an angle yeah. from where the blast yeah. came from. You don't happen to have any cheese to go with this tainty wine, do you? Uh, I've 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 actually got good wine, and I think you've all deserved a sit down and maybe some information. I'm an old man, and I have lived in this land for many many moons, and I can tell you many things that others cannot. Plus, you've helped me out a great deal. Perhaps we can help each other a little more. Come this way, and he leads you. And as you're walking through the the winery, the the wine uh, drains out uh, from the floor. It's great drainage. It's a really well built winery. Yeah. Um, and he leads you down past a number of doors on the sides to uh, a set of stairs leading down. Again, drained. Beautiful. Really great. Um, engineering and design, he leads you down uh, to the door of a cellar, which he he raps on uh, with a knock, and you hear uh, gasps of relief from inside as the door creaks open to reveal a, lo- a long cellar filled with barrels of wine, um, and crowded in amongst it are a number of families. Mm. Um, just before they walk through the door, uh, Sonny puts his hand on Ragyog's shoulder. You getting weird vibes from this guy, or we we, we cool? Yeah, no, I'm, I'm a little bit wary. We're kind of just following him blindly, you know. Yes, yes. I mean, I'm all for following strangers down into dark, dank basements, but usually in my spare time. Yeah, me too. I've met Anthony Kiedis. <laughs> me too. <laughs> Step into my wine and cheese cellar. <laughs> Uh, and I think that is the perfect place to end this episode of DPR Does Curse of Strive. What I got, you got to get it, put it in you. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Anthony. 